Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And today we are talking about the story of who we are becoming as we increase the light quotient within ourselves and the planet, activate our DNA back to its divine template. We're going to also hear about the planetary ascension pathways and the update with that. We've got a big picture of Earth's ascension pathway and the status with my guest, Christoph Melchizedek, who is here with this update. Christoph, thank you so much for being here. Welcome back to the show. Lauren, thank you so much for inviting me back. It's always a delight to come in this space with you. I mean, you're so beautifully intuitive and you ask such beautiful questions. So I'm always glad to see where our conversations go. So thank you once again. Yes, indeed. This is such a mind-expanding conversation. We've got a lot to cover in the show today. I do want to remind everyone that the golden age is indeed coming. And Christoph, this is what you say as well. The ascension is indeed guaranteed. Yes, I mean, absolutely, whether people know it or not, you know, the Earth's frequency is increasing steadily and and it is is rising. There have been a a number of um, energetic occurrences since the end of 2012, 2013, which have meant a a guarantee of Earth's pathway, which was not um, obviously available for Earth. We were not guaranteed to have an ascending um, planet before the end of 2012, um, the start of 2013. We were a descending planet. That means our our frequency was not going to be ascending. The planet was not on track to make that leap. And then there were a couple of um, major energetic, I guess, free passes and and things that were established in our planetary architecture that ensured that this was going to happen. And this was mainly the um, activation of the planetary crystal cathedral network that we may have spoken about previously on another call that ensured that enough plasma now was coming into the Earth 
internally and through the stargates to ensure that our planet was on track to be, you know, making those dimensional um, shifts. So you're very curious around. Wow. I have goosebumps all over my arms listening to you speak right there. Hallelujah. Can we say that? Now, this past weekend, over the Easter weekend, many lightworkers were activating, amplifying, uh, amplifying the light of the crystalline grid. And wow, the Schumann resonance hit a spike of 90 hertz. I have yet to verify this out on the Google platform or on the internet, but that was the inside. I believe someone has an app that monitored that. And that's the science of what we are doing. You know, it's amazing with this energy. It's all good. However, there are some that are feeling depressed. I've gotten so many calls and messages from people who are feeling sad at this moment. So talk a little bit about that because right behind this great light, it's shining the light on this shadow. So speak to that a little bit. Absolutely. I mean, as some as uh, the environment's vibratory frequency is increasing, the oscillations are getting faster, you know, there's a, a law at play known as harmonic induction. And what this means, if you were to talk about music, if you were to hit a, a middle C on a piano, all other middle Cs would vibrate because there's a resonance. It's a concept in healing when you're taking something that has a higher frequency and in an individual, you can pull out of the field things that are, are, are accessed at a lower frequency, which means you know, you're pulling out you know, the lower frequencies in terms of perhaps uh, discordant thought forms and heavy emotions. So if people's individual hologram, which is residing now in a faster field of energy, well, this faster field of energy that we're swimming in, that we're, we are living in, is naturally, organically, without people even needing to do anything, pulling out the shadow aspects, the pieces of our, of our consciousness we do not like to see, we do not like to look at, we perhaps aren't, are not aware of. These are the older aspects from our past conditioning that have not yet been resolved, that are still resonating, that are still vibrating at a lower frequency, are now coming up to the surface for clearing. So if there is anyone listening to this uh, call tonight or today, you know, do know that this is all natural part of the symptoms which are part of the purification process of coming into these higher crystalline frequencies. Please do not, you know, beat yourself up and say, oh, I'm actually going backwards. No, actually, this faster frequency is doing the job of pulling these things dormant in your surface, in your consciousness and your hologram up to the surface so they can be cleared for your hologram uh, completely. So you just have to ride through the, I guess, the bumpiness that comes from these things and just know that it is an absolutely normal part of the personal evolution process on your path of ascension. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. 
we have that word beating ourselves up that has come to the forefront lately. It seems like we do that an awful lot. And so listening to you speak there and share those words reminds us that we really are in the driver's seat here. And when we come across these emotions that might come up or these shadow aspects that are being lit up, that we simply need to be in that choice to overcome it once and for all, to clear it, and to, as you said, ride that wave and breathe through it. Thank you for that. Okay, the Schumann Resonance. Now, that is amazing, isn't it? 90 hertz. Yeah, I mean, this is fascinating because, you know, people may be aware that, you know, historically this has, this has been, you know, around about, you know, the 7, 7.83 was usually the, the frequency it was usually at, 7.83, and it has risen uh, as far as, as I'm aware, you know, it was sitting to the 15 to 25 hertz level over these last years, and it had spiked um, from, you know, anywhere from 35, 36 up to 50 was the largest spike that that I had heard, you know, and that's, you know, in 2014, I believe, it was sitting around 15 to 25, and this is quite a unusual situation that was happening to the Earth because this is a direct marker that the Earth's frequency is speeding up. And this, of course, you know, impacts all of our, you know, individual biorhythms, uh, our, our physiology, and, and everything that is, that is happening in the field, obviously. So through these quickening pulsations, these, these spikes, the, this acceleration is you know, continuing to, you know, affect especially light workers who are sensitive to these things. They can feel how this magnetic field is, is actually shifting and, and this is creating obviously the template um, for the changes. This is changing, you know, what's happening to our hologram because this Schumann resonance is literally like the blueprint, the, the base note of the frequency wave on our planet and, and that is shifting, you know, by the sound of it <laughs> very quickly. Wow. Okay. And I think of cymatics listening to that as the frequency increases. I wonder if some are going to be able to hear that. We do start to hear up in those higher frequencies. So that will be very interesting. And so cymatics, it's like this frequency. Yes, it is changing the blueprint. If we see that when we change the frequencies with sand on paper, it changes into forms and shapes. So, wow, that is what's happening to us. Beautiful. Okay, so in the end, the golden age is coming. Right. Let's take a big picture look of Earth's ascension pathway. Um, would you like to share a little bit more on that? We did talk about that in recent episodes. Um, I think one thing first that I'd like to get to there's there's a couple of questions coming in as we're shifting to this new Christic server that you've talked about in the past and the tri-wave. There are some who are, they don't know what to do with the teachings from Metatron and feeling these vibrations. Are we to drop that all together or that that was good because it got us to this point can you clarify a little bit about what you mean of the old, uh, this shifting of the guard, so to speak? Yeah, I mean, 
we're talking about the potential of a of a new blueprint that is the form holding template for the planet. We're, we're moving from a different, uh, I guess, a different geometry, which was a bi-wave frequency that was, you know, uh, a, a hijacked Vesica Pisces, which ensured that we did not have a connection to the eternally sustained light of the Creator. You know, if you're if you're following those geometries of the bi-wave, it's literally a anti-life science. You know, it's impossible to ascend out of this time-space matrix when your your hologram is wired into a bi-wave geometry. The only way to ascend out of the, of the entire universal matrix is to be in alignment with a tri-wave frequency, which would create a crystal spiral um, geometric form and the way that your cells are replicating. Now, this is like evolution, so it's not to completely just you know throw a custard pie at everything else that we have learned. It's to acknowledge that it's been useful for our evolution, but once we get a, a higher level of understanding, I believe most um, light workers and coaches and people in and serious about their personal evolution would align their path with what we call life sciences. And life sciences are those sciences that are, are, are aligned to the eternally sustained light of the creator of that open source architecture, which means there's a direct relationship with source, a direct relationship with the center. And these other geometries and other frequencies, which were more in a consumptive model where the previous um, you know, the expansion was involved uh, around consuming the previous aspect of itself to keep expanding was always going to have a limited supply of energy. You know, there's going to get to a point when all that energy gets consumed because there's no more to consume. Uh, however, when you're moving from, from that consumptive model, which, you know, is a, of course, when people take a look at our planet, is exactly how the consciousness of our species has been operating. We are literally in a consumptive model of the way we consume energy on the planet. You know, we are drilling for oil, we are utilizing energy sources that are more finite. And with as people align to this, this new template of having an eternally an eternal connection with source, you know, we literally may find our our species moving from perhaps being more oil dependent to being perhaps more solar or wind dependent. That are that have unlimited, you know, source of energy for our survival. So, you know, everything starts uh, shifting as our consciousness is hosted by a frequency that has a direct connection with source, which is eternal. Okay, beautiful. Well, then you just described our roles. Then is that this new era and the era of the golden age will include the life sciences where it is aligned to the eternal self-sustaining light of the creator and in direct relationship to the creator. All right. So we've talked about this before where now is the time to really think of creating the new with these energies and not watching the old crumble uh, because with these energies, things have been speeding up very quickly. I mean, even personally, the last two weeks seem so full of activity and things are moving very quickly. So, Christoph, there are many listening. I would guarantee all listening to this show really are interested 
in stepping into their role. What is our role? How can we assist in this planetary and personal ascension? That's a, you know, that that's a great, great question. I mean, because light workers in particular are, are hugely sensitive to wanting to be of service to our planet. You know, many, uh, we're all, you know, waking up more to our, our role in the divine plan and how this is unfolding. And the the original um, seeding of the root races were, were to be what we call guardians of the stargates. And historically, our uh, our root races that have been um, on our on our planet have 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 been you know here to be the guardians of these stargates and to help support that the, the opening of them and the frequency that would be coming in, and that was literally coded in their DNA. So the human DNA is linked in to the planetary stargate system, which is the way that our planet accretes frequency in from the galactic center, which we are in alignment with right now, so this plasma can come in. Now, you know, all of humanity has this ability to connect it to at least one stargate, and starseeds, who will probably be, you know, the many on, on your many of your listeners will be people who have had their consciousness initially seeded on other star systems, well, they're coded to be able to have access to somewhere between 10 to 12 of the 12 stargates just because of their DNA. They've got an indigo type 2, which is a 24 strand, or an indigo type 1, which is the 48 strand. They, the indigo type 1s have full access to all 12. And this was a security system that was established into our planet for our species to be the, our own protectors. But... Of course, what's happened is that um, there's been like a, 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 I guess, artificial insert and there's been a, a hacking of our consciousness and we've forgotten our role as our planetary guardians. And what's happening with this increasing frequency that is coming through to our planet and our species, many of us are piercing through the, those veils that have been placed upon us and becoming into full remembrance of who we truly are in our role. So if this is resonating with you, absolutely, you, you do have a role. And a lot of this is um, about now supporting the planetary grid and the planetary, um, uh, uh, the magnetic fields and the new ley lines and the new energetic architecture that is being uh, built up around our planet with these new frequencies. So how this plays out technically is that there have been a lot of reversals, a lot of frequencies that have been placed into the energetic earth grids in these bi-wave uh, formats so that there have been these rever energetic reversals which have created this, I guess, artificial uh, matrix, this um, AI-type webbing around the planet. And this AI um, artificial intelligence, this reversed webbing, has been holding our planet. Well, the path of the enlightened light worker is to be able to overwrite that by establishing the organic architecture of the of this triwave frequency, this 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 architecture which is eternally internal and sustaining, and to be sending this frequency into the various planetary architectures. And you know, once you align your own hologram to these uh, to this frequency that is hosted by the Christic server, the crystal star. 
you know, automatically wherever you're going, you're holding and resonating that frequency once you transition from the old server, the Melchizedek hosting, across to the Christic server hosting, you're automatically, wherever you're going, wherever you are on the land, you know, emanating these frequencies anyway. If you haven't migrated across to the Christic server, you have to then, with conscious intent and the power of your uh, thought forms, be able to send through codes and imagery and the frequencies you emit into the earth grids these triway frequencies into the planetary grid architecture to be able to create the overriding of the artificial matrix which has been kind of, um, you know, I guess uh, like a virus on our planet which has created this kind of separation from, our, from source and created kind of many of the issues because this artificial matrix is that broadcast frequency which is creating separation, which is creating, you know, this many people in positions of, I guess, power and influence to be operating off a false matrix rather than the organic one. So there are many things that lightworkers can be doing. It's a time of great rejoicing for all of us who are on this pathway because as you've brought up to us at the beginning of today's call, the wind is now at our backs. You know, the we just need to set our sails as the stream and frequency, which is the marker for many of us, is steadily increasing. Now the wind is behind us and we can utilize this wind at our backs to do amazing work um, both individually but most importantly collectively on the planet because it's when we come together we are much more powerful. Yes, absolutely. Coming together, uniting. Okay, let's talk about some of these stargates that you mentioned. You said there were 12. Where are these around the planet? We've also ta learned that this is where wars are taking place because there are stargates in those areas. So talk a little bit about stargates. Yeah, well, this is um, this science is known as um, planetary templar mechanics, and this is an understanding that you know how um, there's one level of knowledge around how an individual's consciousness would ascend into a higher dimension. Another branch is understanding how a whole planet would ascend in its vibration, and one of the ways it does that is to accrete this new frequency into the planetary grid architecture and it, uh, a planet, our planet um, goes through a cycle where every around 26,000 years, I think it's you know, 25,920 you know, to be exact, um, goes through this, this what is, many of you will know as the precession of the equinox. Basically it just comes into an, an, the galactic alignment where we come into a photon band where we can start receiving much faster frequencies well, there's a period where the um, stargates, the, the energetic portals which can accrete those frequencies begin to uh, open and they've been opening steadily from the year 2000 and we, we, call, we call this period of, period of time um, a stellar activation cycle and when this happens, the planetary stargates are coded through this positioning of our planet in alignment with the galactic center to spontaneously open and the great drama that has been playing out on earth with both our species and the various interest groups that are playing out uh, their agendas on our planet 
have all been wrestling, I guess, for Stargate control because if you can control a Stargate, you can also control movement through our entire universal matrix. So how this works is that once um, a consciousness field, i.e. a human or non-human, um, is able to get their frequency and consciousness and have their DNA at the right coding, you can utilize these stargates for interstellar travel. It's like these little wormholes or portals that open up that you can access and just suddenly end up in another time-space coordinate through the universal matrix. I'm talking not just about our Milky Way galaxy, but you can end up beyond that also. So there are, there are 12 of these stargates. Many of you will be aware that the base mathematical code of our entire universal matrix is base 12. It's not base 10, um, like you know we get taught at school, or like indeed the Kabbalah has depicted through the 10 Spheroff Tree of Life, or you know even in later editions they released an 11th Spheroff. The organic um, tree of life is a 12 Spheroff tree which is, has the complete mathematical perfection of this universe. This is why there are 12 you know, physical matter dimensions and three, um, three frequency bands beyond that of dimensions 13, 14, 15, which hold the form-holding templates of the 12 dimensions in which we exist. And so there are indeed 12 stargates around the world. And these, are, these operate in a, in a um, way that each stargate has a particular uh, location and feeding into that location is what we call a Q site, which sends frequency into the stargate alongside the planetary arc of the covenant. And when these three things are synchronized together, these three locations where they are in the planet will send the frequency to open that stargate. So, um, you know, your question was, whereabouts are these stargates located? Well, um, if I just quickly, I can quickly go through the 12 if you like. The, the first stargate is um, at, at Haley, the South Pole, and it has the Q site in Cyprus and the Ark of the Covenant in Ear Island. And um, the second stargate is, um, is, is in Sarasota, Florida, and the Ark of the Covenant is Stonehenge, and the Q site is Easter Island. The third stargate would be um, Bermuda, Bermuda Islands, with the Ark of the Covenant being Seattle, and the Q site being Jayburg, Johannesburg, South Africa. And just, just, just quickly, so you know how this works. You know, um, for example, the second Stargate. Um, if you, if you wanted to travel through, take your consciousness field through that, you know, you'll be able to access uh, Epsilon, Inner Earth, and Venus. And the third Stargate, you would be able to connect with Alpha Centauri and Venus. So. This is where those, um, I, I guess, the other side of the portal is once you go through that stargate. Um, the fourth stargate is going to be Cairo, uh, the pyramids there, and we have um, Aguas Calientes, Mexico, and Manhattan Island, New York, as the Q site and Ark of the Covenant. Um, and this, this would get you through to um, our Sun, Mars, and Nibiru as the locations it would get through. The fifth, the fifth stargate is Machu Picchu, Peru, with the Q site being in Rome, the Vatican, 
and the Ark of the Covenant being Bali, um, Indonesia, and this would get you through to uh, Al Salon, Tiamat, and the Ash and, and Meldek. Well, the planet that used to be Meldek, Mel the the planet in our solar system that was Meldek has, has actually exploded uh, a long time ago and is now the asteroid belt. So halfway, we'll get to number six. Um, the the sixth stargate uh, is um, near Moscow, Russia, and we have the Ark of the Covenant being in Uluru, Australia, and the uh, Tar Desert, India, is the Q site, and that'll get you through to Sirius B and uh, Sirius and Jupiter. And then we have uh, Stargate 7, which is Lake Titicaca, Peru, uh, and we have the Ark of the Covenant being Phoenix, Arizona, and um, Paxos, Greece being the Q site. And we'll get through to Arcturus, Omega Centauri, and Saturn would be the locations you can access through your consciousness field through that Stargate. And then we have Stargate 8, which is Xi'an, China. And we've got uh, Lop Nor Tibet being the Q site, and southwest of Bermuda uh, being the uh, planetary arc of the Covenant. Um, we have um, Q site 9, um, and the Stargate 9 being. Uh, Banso, Tibet, and Westbury, UK, and Antarctica South Pole being the Q site and in the Ark of the Covenant. We're almost there, there. we've got uh, three more to go. Um, and the Stargate 10, which has been um, an issue, I guess, in the past, uh, when you know, many of these Stargates were under a, what I call, what we might call suppressor consciousness, or, you know, maybe, you know, uh, agendas, uh, alien agendas that didn't have such a great outcome for our species, they did have control of a number of these stargates, and when you learn the locations, you can often figure out why there's certain things going on in those locations. <laughs> I mean, Stargate 10 um, is the, the stargate is uh, Abadan, Iran, with the Ark of the Covenant being Baghdad and the Q site being Basra, Iraq. So this is really heavily in the Middle East, and this has been um, a, a, a controlling mm -hmm. hub, I guess, for a long time uh, from the intruder groups, intruder races, which has recently come back into Guardian control. So it's been wonderful news as, as the Guardians and many of the people who have been interacting with the Guardians and doing on-the-ground missions have been out able to take back many of these stargates so that most of them now, I think all of them are under Guardian control. Number uh, 11 is um, the Vale of Percy, England, and we've got uh, Newgrange Island uh, and Air Island, um, Eye Island in Ireland. It's a bit of a mouthful, that one. <laughs> and this is going to connect us in with Avalon, Lyra, and uh, Nibiru. And finally, uh, on our 12 stargate little I guess, tour we're doing on the show is um, Montsegur, France, where we did an amazing session last year um, by visiting there. Um, Kauai, uh, Hawaii, um, the big island on Q is the Q site, and Cornwall, UK, um, Merlin's Well, near that, um, there's the Ark of the Covenant, and this will connect into Lyra and the Sun and Aramentina. So I guess that is the long answer to your question of the locations and, and their function and, and what, what people are able to, to do with them. I hope, I hope that answers things completely for you. Yes, completely. That is so fascinating. So we can go here in our consciousness and 
It is amazing. Stargate 10 in the Middle East. Yes, it is totally a controlling hub. Very good to hear that the ground mission is now in Guardian control. Well, very, very interesting. I was dropped off, and now Kristoff has dropped off. Let's allow him a moment to join us again. Boy, oh boy, this has been a wild week of very interesting technological, I don't want to say interference, uh, but maybe it has something to do with this energetic spike that we've been experiencing. As I was saying, when I got dropped off, and we'll bring, when Christoph gets back on, we will revisit this. Very interesting with the locations of these stargates and feeling into where some of these stargates are. We can really begin to see how it all works with these energies. Okay. Um, and I had a question as well with this Stargate 10 in the Middle East. Very curious to know where those go to in our consciousness since there's such a huge oh, effort just, to uh, control that stargate. Hello, Christoph. Uh, I don't know what happened there. Yes, very interesting. I dropped off and then, yes, uh, very interesting. Um, we are in a Mercury retrograde. I hate to um, blame Mercury retrograde for everything, but interesting that Mercury retrograde is in the radio signal arena. So here we are. Well, I don't know where I lost you, but I think my question to you then was with Star, real quick on Stargate number 10, isn't it interesting that that is such a heavily controlled area? It makes me wonder where that goes. Where can we go in consciousness through that Stargate? Um, okay, well, the, the the reason this was a heavily controlled area was that the, um, the the reptilian grouping from Orion, where the Orion Wars originated from, were, were utilizing this as a broadcast frequency um, to send out the frequency of war and petulance as a uh, as a frequency band that would go out throughout our planet. So this is why you know this whole area mm. is. is Highly contended, and obviously in the 3D, we we talk about it through the guise of oil. However, that is more of a cover for the bigger play out from a higher dimensional perspective. And if you were on um, Tenth Stargate, this is giving uh, access uh, portal points through into Vega Lyra, and Lyra is where this entire drama first began in the Orion Wars, where many of the planets of Lyra. Um, you know, one a couple of the planets from Lyra did explode in those first Orion Wars um, all those millions of eons ago, millions of years ago. So, you know, you know, when when you're when you're tapping in to this to this energy and you understand, you know, what's really playing out from a higher dimensional perspective. I mean, you can sort of tune into these stargates and understand why there's been perhaps in the past a lot of control in certain locations. Uh, and, and why perhaps the, the cabal and other various, um, I guess, servers of the uh, various uh, suppressor consciousness fields which have been plaguing our, our planet uh, have been playing out in. And 
that you, people can then start to understand the bigger picture of what's really going on. And what gets exciting about this is that when you begin to overwrite the various broadcasting frequencies that are going out through the major control systems, which is you know the, the financial system, the religious systems, and the military systems, well, the stargates in various places and other places around the Earth are being used as broadcasting frequencies for this distorted energy to be then broadcasted out through, through from the planet because as many of your listeners will be aware that everything is built from the form holding templates of energy and this is why many of the city layouts and other various monuments and architecture have been established onto our planet is for that broadcasting frequency to hold this discordant energy on our planet so we can be kept locked in this financial prison and this 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 religious um, the, the religion programming that's playing out that separates you know ourselves from source and the whole military programming and what becomes very beautiful as you r r wake up to a certain level of consciousness is that you can begin to overwrite these frequency bands you know through consciousness and intent and working together as groupings and and rewrite the form holding templates that you know our species is experiencing and this is when the big changes take place you know we we can't we if we want to see our our world change we cannot be caught up in victim consciousness and say oh i'm going to vote for a new leader and suddenly i'm going to expect massive change because in the US, for example, both parties are playing out for the same puppet master in the higher dimensions. So, you know, you have to sort of move out of being a victim, merge, move into, you know, first up obtaining your spiritual sovereignty, making sure that your hologram is, doesn't have any control elements from any other consciousness field and you are spiritually sovereign, you're connected to source. And then from this place, we are able to individually and most importantly collectively start to actually rewrite the energetic architecture of our planet so that the other people and, and, and holograms that are living in this um, template uh, are, are being affected by new frequency broadcasts that are more aligned to the creator, are more aligned to source, are more aligned to divine law and divine principle. And this is the great shift that is happening to our planet. The, the form-holding template is shifting from this artificial matrix that has been plugged into the grid lines and this more organic matrix that is linked to the eternally sustained light of our, of our source is now being having a stronger foothold. And what's needed now is more light workers to come into this full realization and start to be part of the actual story that is being played and not to actually read the story but to start being part of writing the story and this is where I feel it gets exciting because all of us have a role to play with this war that has been placed upon us on consciousness. It's time for us to move out of our prison planet and to actually evolve our consciousness into graduating I guess from our kindergarten status into the more spiritually evolved communities of our entire universal matrix. And this is the great adventure, the great challenge that is ahead of us individually and collectively and the great call to action for all people who are resonating with this information.
Yes, indeed, a great call to action. Now is the time. So let's talk a little bit more. We're going to talk about your special offer. You have teachings with the Institute of Divine Potential that you have for us in a special offer today. And also, we're going to talk about the difference between that course and an earlier course. There's questions coming in on that. But we are really... Um, preparing for the particle convergence and, and doing a lot of this connection with our own hologram to connect and maybe migrate to the Christic server. And so will it be done by the particle convergence? Shed a little bit more light on that big activity of light coming up in August. Absolutely. So this is kind of like, I guess, the, the, the pinnacle of this stellar activation cycle. We've been spoken about that steadily the planetary stargates have been opening and accreting in frequency and bringing down uh, this new plasma. Um, the, the peak period is actually this year, 2017, is, this, is the, I guess, the middle of the cycle where they, they open and they progressively close. And Within 2017, the, the peak period within that where this almost this particle convergence or this holographic beam which, which comes through um, basically during a three-day window allows access to all the potential timelines that are available um, to, to our planet and individually. Now, the first point on this is to realize that time isn't actually linear as we experience it here in the 3D as you go up into the higher dimensions, time is simultaneously happening in the past and the present and the future. And all the future is a potential. And depending upon the frequency band on which you're oscillating at will depend upon the preferred future you are magnetizing towards you. And obviously you can change your future moment to moment by changing the oscillation rate in your frequency. Now, what happens in the case of our planet is that during this three-day window, there's an incredible opportunity to pull in the highest preferred, I guess, timelines of our evolving planet. And what this means is that we're able, during this window, to be able to use our consciousness, to be able to use thought projection and frequency projection to magnetize towards us the highest preferred golden age you know, timeline. Now, of course, there are you know, agendas playing out that what we would call are working in service to others, which you know is supporting our highest evolved preference. And then, of course, there are the consciousness fields which are working in service to self, which would prefer our planet to stay as a prison planet, which would prefer our planet to stay hijacked by artificial intelligence and, and to move on a descending timeline. Now... Of course, I've already mentioned that our planet is evolving upward as an ascending planet, you know, which is wonderful news, but coming into this, into the, I guess, the sweet spot of this perfect storm of frequency of energy in, in August means that we're all able to, to come together and really use our consciousness field to start connecting with our highest preferred version of reality for our planet and our species. And, and this is what a lot of the work that um, I guess the grouping that, that I'm involved with, with um, Akasha and uh, Tiara, um, Tiara, 
uh, Kamara through the Institute of Divine Potential. That's what we're kind of holding anchor point for and center point for for what we're doing. And we're indeed, in fact, taking a, a, a grouping to Egypt to, to be in the King's Chamber uh, during this particle convergence. And that's going to be an incredible um, tour uh, to be there where this particular pyramid was purpose built for these type, for these type, um, I guess, times and, and, and frequencies that are coming at this point. So we're aiming to, we're aiming to, through this, our mission for that project is to reactivate the massive tri-wave that was locked down under the pyramid at the time of Atlantis collapsing. And so we aim to, um, jumpstart that tri-wave generator uh, under the under the pyramid, and then the grouping that we are taking will be looking to magnetize, you know, through their consciousness, uh, the highest preferred timeline of reality, and all light workers, you know, will have that opportunity to connect in and, and plug in to this frequency and what we're doing there, um, and it's going to be quite an exciting uh, time, both on the ground there, but also in the field as many people are plugging in and connecting to the frequency of what's going on. Yes. Okay. So exciting. I know people are planning trips to go to various points on the planet and you have your trip. That's beautiful. We will join you whether we can be there in the physical or just in our collective consciousness. And I will be um, bringing forth some form of online gathering as well. I may be in Mount Shasta or somewhere else that's yet to be determined, but wouldn't it be fascinating to connect with you? Uh, Christoph, we'll oh, get yeah, a report from you. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about this offline, but it would be beautiful to get a, a report with you from you when you're in Egypt. That would just oh, be yeah, fantastic. We should definitely do that, and we're absolutely, you know, open for you know a synchronization and all sorts of things that that can happen and we have we have uh we have the availability for this through program we run called empowerments you know which uh, allows uh, allows people to tap into a frequency um we send out once once a month uh for the purposes of upgrading people's hologram when akasha tiara and myself send out this this energy as a packet of light for people to download into their hologram there, there's and be, you know, many groups who are following their guidance at this time. We're simply one grouping, and you know, uh, I guess as people to tune into to their own guidance, and, and you will be guided as to where you need to be, uh, what you need to be doing at that time. And and you know, as long as as your your as your consciousness is sovereign, and you're plugging into your higher self rather than any other external consciousness field, you know, you follow your guidance and you know, you will always end up in the right place at the right time. Yes. Nowadays, we are really learning that powerful message to follow our guidance, to truly, really listen within. Okay. We've got some questions that we're going to get to. I want to give you a moment to talk about Guardians of Gaia. This is a lengthy course where really it's calling on the light workers to really step in uh, and, and into this world contract role. Please go over that, if you will. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, you did ask earlier, you know, what is the difference between this training and one that I have offered previously through, through, your, uh, through your show? I think I've offered the DNA Regenesis 
um, you know, and and before on your show, and, and this is a great starting point for people. If you're new to what we are doing and, and and our material, then I do recommend starting there, because that is going to get your DNA. You know, at least having the frequencies you can keep coming back to, to be to be switched on and to be you know truly effective in a role as a guardian and to transmit frequencies and to actually be able to travel with your consciousness in a stargate, you must have at least your sixth strand of DNA activated. So you're going to want to go through and, and make sure that that is the case. And, you know, okay. with that DNA regenesis, it's not to say suddenly you do, you receive the frequencies and suddenly, hey, presto, you know, your sixth or your eighth or your twelfth strand of DNA is activated and you're currently there. What the frequencies and the transmissions do is they do send the frequencies to open them. But, of course, like anything, it's your consciousness and current vibratory signature which determines whether they stay open. Your thoughts, deeds, and actions, mm. you know, they need to be aligned with the, the whole, you know, divine law, and your frequency needs to be high enough to hold that vibration and keep them open. So that's the first, mm -hmm. the first point. It's not, it's not a free pass or a ticket just to suddenly become an avatar. <laughs> you have to do the work as well. You have to keep working on yourself. But, the, the Guardians program is kind of like, I guess, uh, the next evolutionary set point. I mean, many people come to our, our training and material and they kind of get quite um, blown away and, and, and uh, you know, surprised with the depth of information and amount that they receive. When you hold uh, a certain level of consciousness, you often want to come into a place of service. And that is, that is when you're beginning to activate, you know, more your monadic consciousness you're starting to recognize yourself as not having an individual soul, but as being a part of a grouping, being a part of a unified field. Automatically, when you come to this level of awareness, you're wanting to be of service to others. And this is really what this program is about. It's kind of, you know, we, we, we talk about a guardian of Gaia as being someone whose vibration and, and their mindset and their vision is, is at a level where they're attracting and creating a higher dimensional reality towards themselves and the planet and what we do is we give people the understanding of what's happening on the big picture on the planet and and, and how they can actually start you know uh, getting involved in, in what's happening and it works in a couple of ways the the, the first way is that we, we have a uh, a core training which people go through which is six modules and then, you know, through that and after you complete these six modules, which I can quickly outline if you like, you know, you then become, you, you do get access to our Guardians of Gaia, you know, I guess mission team, which is kind of like, I guess, the elite SAS in the light worker community, whereby we have then a highly trained grouping who understand, you know, how the big picture of, everything is working on our planet and what's happening to our species, every month we do a particular mission around the planet that we lead and what's really ultimately the greatest, I guess, testament to this program is that now individuals and people within the program are leading their own missions and having their own uh, things that they're doing and many of the groupings get together and they go visit various locations, various cities which are holding distortion to run the frequencies and the codes that we have provided that uh, have the overwrite frequencies. So it's quite exciting because it's kind of like a little bit like, you know, you get you get each month a little mission impossible briefing 
of what we're going to be doing, where we're, where we're going on the planet, and what the uh, outcome is, is uh, for that. So it's actually something that you are, your, your consciousness and yourself are deployed on a monthly basis to be of service to our planet. And we, we have very thorough uh, briefings as to what is going on um, on, the, on the planet for the allowing of, I guess, the golden age, which is all what this is about, to ensure that our planetary architecture is at the right set point to ensure that we are we're actually able to host the frequencies to ensure our planet goes through this whole um, ascension pathway. So just you know further um, on that, for example, our one of our recent missions that we did was um, was was linking into uh, um, I guess places on our, our planet. We were working on. Um, We've, we've done work recently on, on Norway and Iceland, that planetary arc, uh, and, and bringing in the frequencies through that, through that planetary crystal cathedral network. Last month we worked on Syria. So we get very specific assignments that we, uh, we get and, and, and we tune into from the Christic server, which provides us with the next highest priority area to focus uh, our attention on. So that's kind of what we, we get uh, we get involved in. Um, the the recent recently we we did um, a whole work around I guess I mentioned we mentioned Norway, but we also did work around Wales around the island of Angsley, which mm-hmm. is where this uh, Albion frequency in the centre of old magic was coming in through the Avalon complex, such as Glastonbury Tor and and the Pool of Namin, Chaliswell and the Lake of Avalon. And these gateways in the past formed these energetic grid lines into Avalon, which was the time previous where our planet had its consciousness stationed at Tara. And so we were working with the elementals and the and the um, elves and the, the goddess frequencies to you know reopen the, this and, and help access this this whole Albion gateway, which which fell um, all that time ago. And so we were working that through Wales, Iceland, and, and Norway. So you get you know really great briefings about what's going on and, and what our what our path and purpose is and it just you know the feedback that we get is that people feel very excited to be part of something that is clearly making a difference to the frequencies that is happening on the planet and it's, it's a beautiful experience. So that's what kind of happens when when you finish the modules and if you like I can I can quickly share a little bit about the six modules if people are interested. Oh yes, please do share a quick uh, word on those. Yeah, great. Well, w- w- there's there's six core training, six modules that you know you get as part of this program, and also you get you know access to our, our exclusive Guardians of Gaia grouping, which I've just spoken about. We we also give you once you complete these six modules, I'm about to um, unpack for you. You get. Um, 12 um, MP3 Stargate activation meditations where we've embedded specific frequencies then because your your consciousness and your vibration after going through those six modules will be at a level high enough to actually experience Stargate travel with your consciousness. And so these Stargate meditations have been specifically prepared to give your consciousness the experience of being able to travel through the Stargates themselves. And so we get incredible feedback from people once they've completed the training and they go on those Stargate meditations 
all kinds of incredible uh, experiences um, they're having. Now, uh, to get to that point, you go through six modules and essentially what we have to do is we have to look at the big picture of what's happening on Earth. And so the first thing we take a look at is the prosperity and embodiment and we take a look at the money matrix system and how the actual banking system and the language of money and all the distortions in the financial system are happening and we do a major overwrite of those frequencies and we do a big poverty consciousness upgrade and remove all the karmic ancestral lines of poverty consciousness, the past life templates and all those broadcasting frequencies that are held by the financial elite designed to keep us, uh, I guess, you know, um, in, in poverty and, and to, to lock down the currency within us while we look to do all the reversals for that um, in that first module to ensure that you actually first up get pulled out of that slave matrix system, the, the whole money matrix system. Mm-hmm. The, the, the second module, we take a look at a um, spiritual sovereignty upgrade to you know, ensure that you're, you're being pulled out from the false light matrix that has been established in our grid architecture so that you're not recycling in the astral plane when you know, you're, you're going through um, physical death. We have various energetic inserts in our um, holograms which get us caught up in a, a astral plane netting, which means that we kind of always get then brought back down to the 3D so we kind of want to have a big clean up of all of that and much of the religious distortions that have been embedded into the consciousness fields of humanity through the various programs playing out across the three major religions which are all around separating us from source. The, the third module is all around the sacred internal marriage of the masculine and, and the feminine and is going about overwriting the major patriarchal domination that has been plaguing our species of the wounded masculine. So we're, we look to, to heal the wounded masculine within each of us and the wounded feminine and to you know override all of this um, gender imbalance that has been playing out through the, um, I guess, the broadcast of this whole false, false king of tyranny, which is this whole competition and greed and all these types of things which are holding out in our, in our planet. The, the, first, the fourth module then, once we've, we've basically through those first three modules have covered you know, the three major hacks that I've spoken about earlier today with the money system, the religious systems and the, I guess the war systems and the military systems that are in place. And then from there we go into module four which is all about the, you know, understanding the personal ascension pathway where we go through an upgrade to get a fuller understanding of the Christos avatar blueprint and understanding about, you know, locking into getting the right biocircuitries, understanding the DNA mechanics for Ascension. For those of you that have already done the DNA training, that will be a great a recap for you as well as some upgraded information. Planet Module 5, we then move from the personal Ascension enhancement to going into planetary ascension enhancement, which is then understanding a much deeper level of the of, of how a planet ascends in frequency. You need to know that so that when you're going into service, you, you're, you're able to understand how the new Earth grid mapping and the programming is working and how to dismantle the false light matrix architecture on Earth. So you go and go in to learn the, the Stargate um, systems again at a deeper level and how how to embody this 
golden age timeline frequencies, you know, and, and to insert them into the planetary architecture. And module six, the final module is all about in, in golden age embodiment. It's all about embodying the golden age and mapping out this frequency through the various stargates and through the various power centers of the earth. So we teach you how to rewrite your future projections. We're going to remove the, you know, end of end of time software, the Armageddon software that has been installed to our planet and, you know, remove all the plug-in technologies which are pulling humanity towards that. And and what I feel beautiful about about this is that we teach you a manifestation technique or or a, or a frequency how to hold so that when you then enter your Stargate meditations with with the MP3s that, that we give you, the 12 Stargate meditations, you can take your own personal intentions that you have for your role in the Golden Age and we, we teach you, a, we give you a code that is going to allow you to be able to broadcast that out to, to the planet through the Stargates because obviously the Stargates are high crystalline portal places on our planet and being able to broadcast your own, you know, projects, your own, I guess, intentions of what you're going to be bringing forth for the golden age is a very powerful um, amplifier of intent. So it's a very um, powerful way to be able to get out your intentions out more to hold as frequency on the planetary grid lines and architectures so that this can go through an amplification. And one of the, I guess, the beautiful things that you get is that we give you three codes of um, absolute source that Akash is specifically designed uh, for this training. You, give, you get the plasma, uh, plasma flame code of absolute source, the tri-wave code of absolute source, which is used for the Stargate uh, journeying, and the Excalibur code of absolute source, which you, you use in your personal and, and group missions for the planet, which holds all the coding for the Albion timelines. And um, it's a very powerful code that people can use to reprogram the Earth, planetary grid work, network, ley lines, um, your home, and, and just use as you travel around the planet to, to then be anchoring in these frequencies that are going to ensure that we keep moving steadily on that pathway of consciousness towards the golden age. Beautiful. Okay, well... All right, for those who wish to step into it and get busy, this is Game On for Ascension. So beautiful. What an extraordinary package. Wow, meditating with the Stargates, through the Stargates, that is beautiful. And the code that we then broadcast through, uh, very, very good work. Thank you for that. That is available on the special offer button on this webpage. And you also mentioned the DNA Regenesis program. That is also available by clicking on the replays of your earlier shows, which are also linked on this webpage. So both programs there, wonderful. You did answer a question about that. So uh, beautiful to do the DNA work first. Okay, well... Let's get to some specific questions that came in. The um, particle convergent coming up in uh, August, and that's going to be on August 20th, 21st, a three-day window. I hope that answers uh, Diane's question. Uh, so 
with this particle convergence then, is this a more permanent upshift in frequency? Will it bring that? This is the intention, yes. So I guess as, as more groupings are start to, you know, anchor this down, you know, what the aim is is to pull uh, into Earth's trajectory, uh, into the third dimension, the the evolution of, you know, a, a higher a higher destination in our in our I guess evolution. So the information that, that we're getting is that you know, during this um, particle convergence, there's very, it is, it is uh, quite likely, it is possible that the Earth's first three chakras can collapse, and you know, in doing mm. so, then you know, we're we're moving up into a, into a more uh, soul consciousness field as the Earth, you know, kind of leaves behind, I guess, that third dimensional experience. So, you know, what we've been shown is certainly the people who are going to be traveling you know, to Egypt, but also people who are ready, their, their first three energy centers may go, may go into collapse and, and, they might, and they may start operating more, more from the heart intelligence fields and their first three chakras may not even be, you know, um, uh, utilized uh, anymore in their system. Which is quite exciting because the pathway of ascension is to have the chakra system collapse anyway because the chakras are an overlay to our organic matrix and they have kind of you know, beamed in through the frequency band, the frequency bands of Saturn. So the, our chakras actually created kind of like an artificial virtual reality. And so the organic pathway is that our chakras kind of collapse straight into our heart field and we end up operating through one energy center through our heart field and there is possible that some of the light workers who have got their consciousness far enough down the line will experience that okay beautiful so we've got time to work on this and do some of this inner work to get ourselves there i know many listening are totally ready for that okay beautiful that we're going to collapse those low first three chakras into the heart field okay all right thanks for sharing on that now there's some questions when we were talking about the stargates you said it's three there's three aspects you have the stargate the ark of the covenant and the q side there are lots of questions coming in on that. Can you explain more on the Ark of the Covenant and the Q site? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, the 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 key point here is that the Stargate uh, is is the main is the main frequency uh, you know is the main frequency broadcaster. But to actually um, activate, you know, there, there needs to be these two other areas on the planet from the Q site. The Q site's like the activation site. It's almost like if you can imagine that there's a satellite dish somewhere, but the computer that controls this satellite dish is located somewhere else. And to activate the satellite dish, you have to go where the computer's located. And then you'll go to the computer and you'll type in the information and then the satellite will start working. Well, that's kind of like the, um, the uh, Q site, uh, I guess, um, as a... Uh, uh, as, an, as an understand as an understanding, um, does that make does that make sense for the first bit? I guess yes, you know that, mm -hmm. that has to be uh, activating, and 
and when and when that um, activates, the uh, what happens is the um, planetary arc of the covenant is that frequency or, or the field of energy, which which then begins to you know uh, I guess vibrate and, and start up, um, and and begins to begins to be um, you know responding in frequency to be to be able to send that broadcast uh, signal. Uh, out out to to the planet so the stargate um, opens you know hopefully the um the, that arc of the covenant is a, is kind of like this time portal pa passage that opens up uh, between inner earth and and the higher dimensions and even goes through to the um, era um, uh, into the Andromeda galaxy and this was created, I think it was, you know, a long, almost a million years ago, maybe 850, 840,000 years ago by the Guardian races. And that's how that travel, that frequency beam of, of travel, um, occurs through that, through that arc of the, um, arc of the covenant. And each of the stargates has one that gets activated upon, upon when they are kind of um, switched on, I guess. Okay. Thanks for clarifying that. All right. The question on inner earth, what is your experience in your consciousness of traveling through inner earth? Can you share that? Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, um, the inner earth, you know, has been a place where many of the uh, beings who were around that time of Atlantis ended up uh, going into uh, as a, I guess, a place to reconvene and to bunker down when all the grids collapsed at that time of when Atlantis fell. So by going in there with your consciousness, you can sometimes make connection with some of the beings and some of the consciousness fields that, that are kind of living there. And so I haven't myself spent massive amounts of time in inner earth, but I have taken my consciousness there before, and it's like these enormous um, caverns that exist that, you know, like, like it's not like a little cave. I mean, we're talking about a whole, you know, civilization that is kind of living there where there's enormous, enormous um, pockets, you know, the size of, you know, mountains <laughs> that, are, mm -hmm. that, are, that, are, that are there where people are, are kind of living. And, you know, there's a whole, there are whole communities and civilizations there that are, are are there and, and, and living in harmony you know living you're living beautifully and and living living together in harmony uh living out their existence there so i i get i dare say that there are some people who are more coded than i am to that to those civilizations who spend more time there than me but that's been my experience there when i go when i go there i'm always surprised by um, the spaciousness of how it is uh, in the in the earth center Mm-hmm. Spaciousness. Okay, very beautiful. Wonderful. Um, I know it's late for you. It's about one uh, fifteen in the morning your time. Uh, a couple of quick questions. How long does it take to do these Stargate meditations, the 12? Do we, can we do them one every day? Do you want some integration time between them? Some advice yeah. on that? Yeah, great. Yeah, well, absolutely. We always say that, you know, between any of the um, clearings or frequencies or things that we send out, you know, you want to wait at least 72 hours um, between sessions to allow your hologram to fully, you know, to integrate what you've achieved on the first one. So, you know, our advice would be 
to you know you know at least if I guess um, every every three days you could do one you know and of course it also depends upon your um, flow of life you know it's also okay to do it once you know a week or one you know you may you may have to wait a week and a half between them that's okay but no more than you know you want to allow at least three days between each one. Beautiful. The work that you do is extraordinary. The teachings you bring forth is from higher dimensions. We thank you for that. You've got a great team with Akasha Sananda and Tiara Kamara. Um, her work with Children of the Sun, um, she was one of the first uh, solstice celebrations that we did in 2011, bringing in that new 2012 year. Very exquisite what you offer. We've got time for one phone caller this evening. We're going to go up to Philadelphia and the last numbers of the phone number, 9227. Hi, do you have a, a question for Christoph? Well, I, I do. Um... I was wondering, I, I mean, Christoph is so connected dimensionally, and um, I have um, been downloading um, these uh, light code drawings, which I believe are very, very um, out there dimensionally, and they're very powerful, and I'm kind of pioneering this energy, and I'm not quite sure... Um, what they're all about, and I thought maybe Christoph had a little insight um, to help me kind of navigate them a little bit, or had some insight into what they what they are. So, just to clarify, you're starting to receive um, diagrams or codes of, uh, of 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 you know light intelligence, which you're drawing, and you're wondering what to do with them. Is that correct? Yes, and they seem to be portals. Uh, it, it seems to be the drawing comes forward and then the piece acts as a portal. And what comes through it um, when the, um, you know, it's put out in front of someone or put in a space is that it brings um, through a very, um, a very high dimensional light power like I've never experienced before. And um, I feel like I'm a little bit in over my head with them, but I, uh, I, I, I guess I need a little courage to keep going with them. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So, what a code is is a mathematical formula and equation that that is holds information. So every time you're you're drawing a symbol, you know, the language of this universal matrix is is held in the language of sound. Uh, which creates vibration, which creates light, and this light then holds form, color, and geometry. And what you're probably drawing is the form, color, and geometry as a translation of certain information held in the state of sound and vibration and light. So you take this form and, and, and color and geometry, and what you can do is that you can uh, uh, integrate it and, and, and project it through your consciousness by inhaling it into your third eye, and, and pineal gland and sending it through your guidance, you know, and, into parts of the land or people, you know, they will have each each drawing that you bring forth will hold specific information. And what your next step is is to find out what each one does and means. And so you just need to connect with your higher self and ask, 
you know, what is the purpose of this particular code? Now that you know that the general direction of all the codes that you're bringing forth is to probably, you know, and, uh, uh, raise vibration and heart's consciousness, you know, they will have an individual task to do within that. And then you're going to need to connect with your higher guidance as to what that individual task is. And then from there, you'll know how to use it um, and what to use it for. Um, uh, so I do encourage you to keep going. We've developed an entire um, uh, healing certification pathway that's got whole six different levels of, um, you know, journeying for people to utilize, you know, we call them codes of absolute source. So they, they are healing portals, you know, and you need to work out your next step from there is what uh, each individual code's, you know, unique purpose is. What is the information held in that code? And then from there, you'll further work out what to do with them. I hope that helps okay. you in your path. It does. Thank you so much. You're most welcome, sister. Yes, Bye. very cool. Thank you so much. Enjoy that. How exciting. Okay. Well, this has been another exquisite, extraordinary, mind-expanding show. Christoph, thank you so much. We can certainly feel the energies on our planet, and we certainly have our work cut out for us for this time between now and August, and it's only a few short months. So beautiful. Um, congratulations to Christoph on your new beautiful daughter who's joined your family. Her name is Aurora and she joins you and your beloved wife and your son Noah. Uh, thank you for that. As we say goodbye today, any last comments that you'd like to leave us with? Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Beautiful. It's always nice to do a closing statement. So, you know, I hope this information has been finding its way into your heart and, you know, it inspires you that you can make a difference in the world, that, you know, we are on an ascending pathway and your efforts in the past years, today and in the future are being, you know, received and met by our planet and the effect of that planet is that there is a new form holding template that is, you know, sort of creating the physical environment and, and the consciousness shifts to individuals on the planet. And while us as light workers, as pioneers, as, as you know, reality shifters have been on this path for a long time, we, our path has ensured that people who have not been on this path are now waking up and coming onto it. And that is when I feel it is very exciting and, and, and incredibly validating for our previous years of slog we have all literally been the path cutters. It has taken us much longer than it will take other people who will follow in our footsteps. And this is to be celebrated. It means that all the, the suffering and the, and the long slog that we have all been through doesn't have to be met by others that follow. And each of us holds our own unique way, our own unique path of how we have done it and what we have done. And this leads a trail for other people who resonate with our personal stories to be supported and inspired by our, by our evolution. So I guess my final message is one of encouragement to keep going. You are making a difference on the planet. You know, uh, by the sound of it, the human resonance is rocketing up. And as a consequence, all of us on the planet are, are raising our vibration. This is making an impact. You know, don't, you know, spend so much time 
reading the news. This is, you know, a broadcast frequency of fear. Spend your time populating your subconscious with beautiful things. You know, music, culture, arts, you know, family, love. You know, make your life beautiful. Populate your subconscious with beautiful things and your life will soon turn to be even more beautiful than you can possibly imagine. Namaste, everyone. Thank you for your greatest gift you could give me tonight, which has been your time. Namaste, Christoph Melchizedek. Thank you, thank you, thank you for another fabulous quantum conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Wow, what inspiring and comforting words from Christoph Melchizedek. You are making a difference. No matter what feelings may arise to keep you from that knowingness, you are making a difference. Your love matters, and we are here to raise the vibration of the planet. Everything else is shadow being illuminated. So ride those waves as it moves out of your system, and you are back into bliss. Let's dance our way to the cosmic heart. Namaste.
you for listening and thank you for dancing with us in our collective intentions as they go across the universe to the cosmic heart. I'd like to thank my wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourselves like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Conference is now completed. Goodbye. Welcome to